Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we dive into Just Keep Buying by Nick Majuli, a refreshing take on personal finance, published in 2022. Majuli, the Chief Operating Officer and Data Scientist at Ritholtz Wealth Management, as well as the author behind the acclaimed Dollars and Data blog, brings his expertise to the forefront, challenging long held beliefs about saving and investing. This book is not just another financial guide. It's a myth-busting journey that delves into the psychology of money, offering realistic advice for making sound financial decisions. Whether you consider yourself a hopeful saver, someone who feels guilty about spending, or a future investor, just keep buying, provides clear data-driven insights for anyone looking to improve their financial health. With contributions to major publications like the Wall Street Journal, The Los Angeles Times, and CNBC, Majuli's credentials speak volumes about his authority in personal finance advice. Prepare to rethink everything you thought you knew about managing your money as we explore the key takeaways from Just Keep Buying. Just Keep Buying Proven Ways to Save Money and Build Your Wealth Introduction Make Your Money Work for You Navigating the Myths and Realities of Personal Finance In the labyrinth of personal finance advice, misguidance isn't hard to come by. Often, the flood of tips and tricks we encounter is not just misleading because it's based on dubious information. The root issue runs deeper, touching on the broad strokes categorization of financial decisions into good and bad. According to Nick Maguli, the reality of our financial choices is intricately tied to our personal context, making blanket advice not just unhelpful, but potentially stress-inducing and guilt-evoking. Take, for instance, the vilified credit card debt, which, under specific circumstances, might serve as a strategic financial tool rather than a pitfall. Similarly, what some might dismiss as trivial daily expenses, like that morning cup of coffee, can, for others, weave into the fabric of a satisfying life. The question of savings follows the same complex narrative. How much should one squirrel away? Maguli suggests that there isn't a one-size-fits-all answer, but rather, it's a calculation that should factor in personal earnings and life circumstances. This fresh perspective embarks on a journey that delves beyond simplistic financial do's and don'ts, guiding you towards a nuanced understanding of how to wield your funds in a manner that harmonizes with the unique intricacies of your life. Throughout this narrative, you will discover invaluable insights, including the savings wisdom hidden within the life cycle of an Alaskan fish, shedding light on the intricacies of saving for the future, the often overlooked benefits of pouring investments into sluggish markets, and strategies for indulging in your spending desires without the accompanying side dish of guilt. By embracing this approach, you're not just steering clear of the widespread misinformation plaguing discussions about money. You're also pledging allegiance to a philosophy that sees beyond generalizations, honoring the diverse realities of individual lives. Transform your relationship with money from a source of worry to one of empowerment, where every financial decision is a stepping stone towards your uniquely defined success and satisfaction. 
Part 1. Unlocking the Secret to Saving. Lessons from Alaska's Waters. Imagine embarking on a financial journey, but instead of beginning amidst the bustling energy of global financial hubs, we start in the tranquil, verdant wilderness of southern Alaska. It's here, in the world's largest temperate rainforest among streams teeming with the Dolly Varden char, that we find an extraordinary metaphor for saving money. These streams, sparse in sustenance for most of the year, come alive with opportunity when salmon, brimming with eggs, make their seasonal return. The Dolly Varden char sees this bounty, feasting on the eggs during these fertile months, only to face a stark food desert once the salmon depart. Despite the seeming impossibility of their survival, the char thrive thanks to their remarkable ability to adapt. They shrink their digestive organs and slow their metabolism in lean times, only to expand and accelerate when food is plentiful. This biological phenomenon, known as phenotypic plasticity, illustrates a powerful principle. Adaptability is key to survival. What does this have to do with finance? The tale of the Dolly Varden Char underscores a fundamental truth about saving money. The importance of adapting to our financial environment. The internet is awash with advice on saving. Offering ratios and benchmarks aplenty, suggesting a one-size-fits-all approach. However, these guidelines often overlook the reality that our ability to save is profoundly influenced by our income, which itself is subject to change over time. In the United States, the disparity in savings across income brackets is stark, with those in the lowest bracket saving a mere 1% of their income, compared to the 25% savings rate among the highest earners. These differences highlight the fallacy of prescribing a universal savings strategy. Our financial realities are far too varied, shaped by shifting life circumstances, career changes, geographic relocations, family milestones, and unexpected events. Taking inspiration from the Dolly Varden Char, we can embrace a more nuanced approach to saving. Save what you can, when you can. This means recognizing the times in our lives when we're in a position to save more and seizing those opportunities while also being forgiving of ourselves during leaner periods. Like the char, adapting our saving habits to our current situation can ensure we not only survive but thrive in the ever-changing financial landscape. Part 2. Navigating your financial landscape. Setting a realistic savings goal. Shifting our focus from moral imperatives to the pragmatic elements of saving can indeed transform how we approach our finances. At its core, the act of saving money is governed not by notions of what we should do, but by the straightforward mathematics of what is actually feasible given our earnings and expenditures. So, let's pivot away from the often misguided advice scattered across the internet and ask ourselves a more tangible question. What is your current financial situation and how much are you truly able to save? This endeavor requires us to engage in a bit of personal accounting, a task that, while simple in framework, can be intricate in practice. Accounting breaks down into two primary columns, money coming in and money going out. The formula then becomes apparent. Savings equals your income minus your outgoings. Identifying your income is usually straightforward. It's the amount reflected on your paycheck. Determining outgoings, however, presents a greater challenge. 
While the suggestion to monitor every penny spent is common, it proves unfeasible for many, including the author himself. Fixed costs like rent and utilities are predictable, but variable expenses often elude meticulous tracking. The solution lies in simplification. By identifying your fixed expenses and making educated estimates for variable costs, such as groceries, entertainment, and transportation, you can paint a general picture of your monthly spending. This exercise might reveal, for instance, that out of a $4,000 monthly take-home pay, you have $1,000 that could potentially be saved after covering a $3,000 spread of both fixed and variable costs. Yet the pressing question remains, is this leftover amount sufficient for your goals, particularly retirement? Common wisdom suggests needing 25 times your annual spending to comfortably retire, but the adequacy of your savings ultimately depends on your lifestyle expectations. If the number you've arrived at feels insufficient, you're faced with two paths. The hard truth, and arguably the most effective solution, involves seeking ways to increase your income. This realization can be daunting, which might explain why so much financial guidance leans towards the less desirable alternative, reducing your current quality of life in the quest for greater savings. However, embracing the challenge of growing your income rather than resorting to drastic lifestyle changes aligns with a healthier, more sustainable approach to achieving your long-term financial goals. This strategy recognizes the importance of maintaining a quality of life that brings happiness and satisfaction even as you navigate the journey toward financial security. Part 3. Boosting Your Income Through Smart Investments The truth about saving is somewhat sobering. There's only so much you can cut back on before you hit a wall. Savings' potential to grow your wealth has its limits, a ceiling reached with far less effort than many realize. When it comes to expanding your financial horizons, however, the sky can seem like the only boundary. That is, unless you're already raking in $10,000 an hour and find the prospect of more work less appealing than leisure time. For the vast majority, though, seeking ways to enhance one's income is the next logical step in financial growth. But how? Enter the world of horse racing and the story of Jeff Sader, a man who turned the industry on its head by discovering a novel predictor of a horse's racing potential the size of its left ventricle. His success story isn't just about horses, it's a parable for cutting through complexity to find the singular data point that can guide decisions, including those about investments. Warren Buffett, one of the most successful investors in history, simplifies the investment decision-making process with a straightforward observation. Over time, stock markets generally trend upward. Despite a century marked by wars, economic downturns and crises, the Dow Jones Industrial Average still soared by an incredible 160,000% after adjusting for inflation. This remarkable statistic forms the backbone of a strategy encapsulated by the mantra to just keep buying stocks. Over the long haul, consistently investing in the market is likely to yield positive returns. Even sluggish markets, such as Japan's, which has yet to recoup its peak values from 1989, demonstrate the value of persistent investment. A hypothetical one-time investment might have dwindled, but regular contributions over the years would have grown significantly, outpacing inflation's erosive effects 
on cash savings. Diversification is the key to leveraging this upward trend across different markets. Investing in a global index, for example, spreads risk across a wide array of companies and markets, each with their unique trajectories, but collectively moving forward. Although the minutia of investment strategies and market analysis should be left to financial advisors, the underlying principle remains uncomplicated. Align your investments with the overarching upward trajectory of global financial markets to effectively grow your income. By adopting this approach, we can harness the collective upward momentum of the world's economies, taking a leaf from both Sater's innovation in horse racing and Buffett's investment philosophy. This counterintuitive insight doesn't promise immediate riches, nor does it negate the reality of market fluctuations and risks. However, it underscores a potent truth about building wealth, that a consistent, diversified investment strategy is akin to betting on the future's promise, hitching your financial well-being to the inevitable advancements of the global market. Part 4. Reframing Debt. A Lesson from the Desert. Picture. The vast, arid expanse of a desert, home to two distinct botanical survivors, the fleeting annuals, and the enduring perennials. It's among the annual plants, however, where we uncover a striking parallel to the world of finance. These plants produce seeds that don't all sprout immediately, some wait, biding their time for the perfect moment. This deliberate delay, an evolutionary strategy known as bet hedging, ensures survival by not putting all their seeds in one basket, so to speak. This approach may seem illogical at first glance. In an environment where existence is precarious, why would any plant risk foregoing immediate growth? It's a calculated gamble to maximize the likelihood of thriving in the unpredictable desert climate. In essence, not all opportunities are pursued at once, safeguarding against the possibility of a season without rain that could spell doom for the entire lineage. This evolutionary tactic of the desert flora presents a compelling analogy for understanding debt, a financial concept often cloaked in oversimplification. Common narratives paint debt in a monolithic light, framing it as an unequivocal detriment to financial health. Yet, drawing parallels from the natural world, we see that the reality of debt is far more nuanced. Consider credit cards a frequent target of financial admonishment due to their high interest rates and the perceived ease with which they facilitate spiraling debt. However, when examined through the lens of bet hedging, credit card debt can reveal its paradoxical nature, particularly for individuals of lower income. Imagine finding yourself with a small cushion in your checking account but saddled with credit card debt. The conventional wisdom might urge immediate repayment of this debt. Yet, Akin to the Desert Annual's unconventional survival strategy, this scenario might warrant a divergence from the norm. For those with limited financial resources, the prospect of future emergencies, a sudden car repair, an unexpected medical bill, etc. Looms large. In such cases, maintaining access to credit, even at high interest rates, can serve as a crucial hedge against unforeseen financial droughts. This perspective illuminates debt not as a dichotomy of good versus bad, but as a multifaceted tool whose value is contingent upon individual circumstances.
by asking whether debt facilitates or hinders the achievement of one's goals, we can adopt a more pragmatic, strategic approach to its management. Through this reframing, inspired by the resilient strategies of desert plants, we're reminded of the importance of context in financial decision-making. Just as the environment dictates the survival tactics of annuals and perennials, our personal economic landscapes shape our approach to debt, transforming it from a universal foe into a nuanced ally in the complex quest for financial stability. Part 5. Embracing the Joy of Spending Without the Guilt In the fantasy world of economics textbooks, humans are depicted as perfectly rational beings, easily able to resist temptations and make decisions based purely on logic. Yet, in reality, we're anything but. Our financial behaviors are driven by a complex mix of emotions, impulses, and subconscious cues, often leaving us far from the calculated ideal. One of the most profound emotional entanglements we have with money, the consistent and overwhelming stress that it brings into our lives. Surveys by organizations from the American Psychological Association to Northwestern Mutual paint a stark picture. Money is a leading source of stress for Americans across the board, regardless of income level. Even investors with significant wealth express concerns over not having saved enough. But what lies at the heart of this pervasive unease? Guilt. We're inundated with financial advice that seems engineered to make us second-guess our spending habits at every turn, from the morning latte to the organic groceries. The underlying message is clear and guilt-inducing. Every dollar spent is a dollar not saved. Yet, the insistence on saving to the point of depriving oneself not only fosters guilt, but also has been linked to adverse effects on mental health. Research from the Brookings Institute utilizing Gallup data suggests that the stress associated with not saving enough can overshadow the actual benefits of saving. This leads to an important revelation. Saving is essential, but not at the expense of our quality of life. How, then, do we navigate this tightrope, balancing our financial well-being with the pursuit of a fulfilling life? The key may lie in making spending choices that align with our deeper sources of fulfillment, drawing inspiration from Daniel Pink's Drive, which offers insights into human motivation. We find that fulfillment stems from autonomy, mastery, and purpose. When we gear our spending towards activities or items that enhance these aspects of our lives, we unlock a deeper value from our expenditures. Considering this perspective, even the frequently criticized daily coffee purchase could be re-evaluated. If that morning latte empowers you to excel at your job, it's not merely a frivolous expense, but an investment in your professional mastery and, by extension, your long-term happiness. By applying this filter to our spending choices, assessing whether they contribute to our autonomy, mastery, or purpose, we transform spending from a source of guilt to a tool for enhancing our lives. Ultimately, money is a means, not an end. It's the vehicle through which we can craft the life we desire, imbued with the values and passions that matter most to us. The real challenge isn't deciding how to spend or save our money, but rather discerning what truly matters to us. Once we have clarity on our priorities and values, 
spending money becomes not just simpler, but a source of joy, free from the shadow of guilt. Final summary. And there we are, at the end of our journey through Just Keep Buying, penned by the insightful Nick Majuli. This exploration has unveiled a crucial truth. The realms of saving, spending, investing, and borrowing aren't governed by one-size-fits-all rules. They're deeply personal, intertwined with the fabric of our individual lives and circumstances. Maguli stands out for his pragmatic approach, urging us to consider our unique contexts. How much can you realistically save or afford to invest? Is your debt a strategic tool aligned with your life goals, or merely a lifeline for the present? Do your spending habits lead to genuine fulfillment? The essence captured in this book challenges the conventional wisdom that often leads to guilt and stress, advocating instead for a nuanced understanding of personal finance. By embracing Maguli's perspective, you're invited to craft a financial strategy that genuinely resonates with your lifestyle, aspirations, and values. We hope you've gained valuable insights from this summary. Your thoughts and ratings are immensely appreciated. So please, take a moment to reflect on your takeaways and share your feedback. How has this journey influenced your views on personal finance? Let us know. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.